I'm Tom. And I'm Ming. We're Speedcubers. That means we can solve problems really quickly. And now we're turning our attention to some of the world's biggest problems with solutions you never saw coming. We are the Solve Guys. Today's episode, uh, we have, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be incredible. We have got a problem that really, really needs addressing. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Um, it's a problem that I think affects people from birth. And that is the problem of Q's. Q's, yeah. yeah. Like the letter Q. Yeah, exactly. It's a, just a... It's very hard it's an to annoying say the letter, letter like, Q. Do it I is, have to put a U after it every time? It's strange, or? yeah. But no, Q-U-E-U-E. S. S. The, the, fact, the fact that we're just in Q's all the time. Yeah, we're always waiting. Everywhere you go, there's just other people there and they're just like in the way. Well, do you, do you want to guess? So I, I found this uh, statistic. Do you want to estimate how much how much of the average person's life apparently is spent waiting in, in queues, in lines? For their whole life? For their whole life. How much of a life do you spend just waiting in a line? A year? I don't know. Apparently, well, estimates vary, but it's anywhere between six months to six years. Six years. Six years. At the top, at the max. Wow. I mean, it depends on what you consider to be a queue. Like maybe if you consider like waiting in traffic, some of that, you know, to be waiting yep. in line but six years of your life in queues this is a problem that needs addressing and we are going to fix that today let's do it we are also joined by a very esteemed guest our very first guest on the solve guys podcast the uh, first to you, do it will you please say hello to carrie hello everyone it's me carrie <laughs> I, oh my gosh, the Ooh. cheering. The That's crowd so goes good. wild for the Carrie. The crowd is going wild wow. for you. If you don't know who Carrie is. Oh, I got a live audience. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I, I can fanboy a little bit, right? I've, I've been a fan of, of Carrie for a while. I've known him through well, multiple ways. He's a cuber, obviously. Yeah. He can solve cubes, which is why, you know, he's a solve guy. Uh, but also he's got like multiple YouTube channels. He makes like data visualizations on just like different things in the world. Yeah. He made this incredible visualization of like uh, uh, COVID cases He's done that for like um, Speed Cube world records. Yes, um, I, I watched yeah. those like way back when I started cubing. Some of the first videos I ever saw was like the history of the four by four world yeah. record single, yeah. and you see them all, all the cubers overtaking oh, each other. Oh, for real? So that, yeah, I think back in twenty sixteen. So, so you started cubing, yeah? Because I remember I made those videos in like twenty fifteen. Yeah, oh, wow, they were pretty new at the time, and you know? yeah, yeah, they were pretty new at the time, and like enough time has passed that. Yeah, like Tom, if you've gone to speed cubing after that, yeah. like you can start your whole speed cubing career and become like world class within that time span. <laughs> That's right. And um, I did not. I don't do think that. Tom was even born in 2015. Like he's that <laughs> much of a baby. It's, it's yeah. incredible. I was actually watching those videos in the <laughs> straight out of the womb, watching straight out of the womb. watching cube roll vids. Yeah, the, the hospital really knows what videos to, to play. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, to me, I think Harry's best known uh, probably worldwide. Stuff that you've seen that you didn't even know he made, he is responsible for scale of the universe. Yeah, massive like, video. Oh my god! I watched that like as a student, and then as a high school teacher, which I worked as for Whoa. quite a while. I use that video almost every single year because I mean, you're talking about atoms and you're talking about like galaxies and relative scales. I use that you know that animation so many times, and then later find out it was made by by Kerry, who we have on as a podcast guest today. Crazy. Oh wow! Wait, that that is really cool that like you use as both a student as and as a teacher. Um, like I, I feel like in terms of like the timeline of like me making stuff on the internet, I always refer to the first scale of the universe as sort of like the beginning, like the genesis of it all. Yeah. 
because like before that I had been like posting like really crappy games um, <laughs> to new grounds and nobody knew about them. But then like oh, scale wow. the universe was like my first big break. Yeah. And I remember like I, when it was like blowing up, I was like in my bedroom and my, my dad walked in and I sort of joked with him. Like, I wonder if this will be like the pinnacle of my life. And <laughs> I peaked at age 12 and now it's all downhill. Age 12, 12, no way. You made that when you were 12. Well, like the first version, there's like two different versions. It's and still, the first one's like, you made version one when you were 12. I was like picking my nose when I was 12. What was I, what was I doing when I was 12? <laughs> and that you, that was teaching Ming's high school <laughs> yeah, students. That was, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like, I don't know. I feel like kids like absorb knowledge pretty quickly. Like yeah. I feel like uh, it's really easy to learn how to code nowadays mm. because you can like Google stuff. So I feel like it, you don't need natural. to be humble. You're a genius. Like, you, don't, you don't need to. You don't need to be humble. It's, it's fine. We, we, oh we no, I, no, I, I can't accept that. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I guess that was like 13 years ago now. So yeah. well, like, well, we clearly got the right, um, the right guest on to yeah. to solve today's problems. Uh, we'll say a bit more about them later. Uh, but this episode is sponsored by DailyPuzzles.com.au. Uh, and now that I've got the mat out. I think uh, it's a tra- tradition. Well, it's a one episode tradition <laughs> one episode that I tradition. would like to continue. Uh, in episode one, I challenged Tom to a uh, really quick three by three head to head just to see if it was possible that I could uh, beat him. And I totally didn't. But can I have another go? Is it, is it all right? <sighs> yes. Just this one yes. time, I will let you have a rematch. Not just this one time. Come on, just un- until I beat you. But I don't know how many can. episodes it's going to take. Uh, Carrie, do you have a cube with you? Do you want to join us? I do have a cube. All right. Uh, double X cross. <laughs> exactly. I've already planned my oh, one look actually no, already. So my cube is solved right now. <laughs> oh, Carrie's done, guys. Okay, it's over. Go. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Yep. Oh nope, nope, nope. I'm done. That was not. That was, <laughs> we don't slight, believe you, Carrie. Slight cheating there. Slow down. Slow down, Tom. You Boom. Don't, why? He takes the win again. I got. I got a, a bad Somebody case. stop him. I got and and I got an e perm. That so. Are, are you guys hearing these excuses? Wait, Tom, did oh you win? Gosh. Yes, he did. He's quick. That felt like like a eleven or a ten. I, I don't know. Like I it's I can't count. Unreasonably my head. fast. I it, think it'll happen. Nine or ten for me. It'll maybe. happen for the faithful solve guys listeners. There, I promise an episode yeah. will come when I beat him. There is some timeline in the universe, some <laughs> multiverse where yeah, Doctor Strange is aware of that timeline. <laughs> By Who knows some if it's this one? Stroke of luck, I pass out or I have a heart failure during right. the solve and you win. So this anvil just like falls on your head. <laughs> the like ceiling collapses, solve. but only That's on me. Right. Hey, let's get solving. So today's problem that we're going to solve is cues. Cues take many forms. As we talked about before, there are yeah. physical cues where people stand in line. Uh, there are virtual cues. For example, you can be put on hold uh, if you're calling you know, for customer service. You're in a queue in a in a machine if you're driving a car. Yeah. Yep. Traffic lights. And traffic lights. Yep. Um, Carrie, have you got any other examples of, of cues that you often find yourself in? Well, recently I got my passport renewed oh. and I had to wait in line for like an hour. And well, wow. I felt like this is typical government bureaucracy at play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, you know, what I feel is like when I associate cues, I associate that with like the government. Yep. And then are you also waiting for your passport or your license or packages to be delivered? Mm. Somewhat. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I will say, maybe this is often a tangent, but like 
once I got my passport stolen in a different country, oh. and they they made a new passport for me in like 24 hours because it was like an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. So I know that like when they when when like push comes to shove, they can do it. But mm-hmm. normally it takes like six to eight weeks, and then it's like that's crazy. That's absolutely a type of queue. Even though you're not there in person, you are waiting for like this agency, this department to just process in order, yeah. right? Different people's passports. And that's how long you've got to wait. For the sake of our listeners, um, yeah. where are you right now, Karen? Like where, where in the world is, is Carmen San Diego? Right now, well, I'm kind of close to San Diego because I'm in California. Well, I guess Ooh. I won't say the exact city, but I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm, very cool. In California, United States. Hey, the US of A. <laughs> That's yep. like the Sunshine State yeah. of America, right? Oh, we're in the Sunshine State of Australia. We are right in now Queensland, well. the Sunshine State of Australia. So we've got that in common. Oh, is that what it's known as? Sure is. Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Which sure is best beaches is in the world, indeed. But also with queues. Yeah, also queues of beach. Have you ever had to queue on the beach? Surfing, yeah, that's another type of queue when you're out. Um, in the water, yeah. amongst it. Um, oh, because you're waiting, you're waiting like for you're a wave. Turns. Yeah, that's so there's exactly like right. there's breaks where yeah, you, you right. want to yeah. be sitting, and all the surfers yeah. literally cube yeah. next to each other to take turns at that. Yeah. yeah, and it's a problem. It's something that I think also doesn't come naturally because we actually have to teach our kids how mm. to wait well, right? Yes. Like, hey, it's not your patient. turn. Yeah, it's like oh, this person came first. That's true. Yeah, it's it's sort of unspoken, but yet like you still need to like teach the etiquette of like There's some etiquette. You know, yeah. you've you've got to wait. It actually isn't socially acceptable to just jump the queue to skip ahead. Yeah, because there are just social norms. It makes you wonder if it's possible to have like a separate society where queuing never happens and everyone just charges for it. It's every man and woman for themselves. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of psychology that goes into cues, isn't there? So one of the things that uh, makes it very hard for people who are waiting in line is if, if there's any sense of injustice. And a lot of studies mm. have, have definitely shown that if, or even if there's perceived injustice. Yeah. And so if, if you've been waiting for a while and all of a sudden someone, because they've got some, I don't know, fast track access at a theme park or something, yeah, just VIP like jumps pass. ahead of you, part of you knows... Okay, they maybe they paid for this privilege. Maybe yep. there's something, but a deep part of you goes, "That's not fair," right? Yeah, it's like cutting lines as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is a big point of contention. Yeah, people absolutely. skipping the queue. Yeah, maybe unjustly as well, not with the VIP pass, but just yep. scooching in next to their mate. I feel like in those cases, it's even less about like how much time you have to wait longer. It's more about the principle. Yes, mm. of like. Like this yeah. person is a rule breaker and we're all rule followers. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's then it becomes us versus them. You can get Q-Rage. <laughs> Q-Rage, yeah. No, you can. I mean, well, I mean, what is road rage in some senses, if not maybe a, a form of, of Q-Rage? You, because you're yeah. just waiting or someone cut you off. You know, there's just that, that perceived in, injustice there. You're all going A to B. Yeah. And someone is, is preventing yeah. you. What if it's yeah. legitimate though? So what if you actually really need to use the toilet this is feels like a throwback to episode mm. one, uh, where we solved the problem of toilet paper, which you guys can listen to if, if you haven't yet. Um, but what if you really, really, really need to go to the toilet yeah. and there's a queue? Do you think it's justified in that case to actually just go and explain, guys, I, I have to go right now or it's going to be ugly? Yeah. Well, that's a gray area, isn't it? <laughs> it's a brown area, really. <laughs> brown area <laughs> like if, if you can prove that like in the past you have 
queued for a bathroom and not cut the line when things are not as urgent. Oh, <laughs> if you can then prove like, it. Maybe like one out of ten times. <laughs> if you only cut the line like for for like one out of ten times, then you're okay. But the thing is, like, no one is like ch- checking your track. <laughs> so record. maybe we can have queue police with a yeah. with a card that we like show yeah. our card. We're like, look, I'm a I'm a I'm a good queuer. This <laughs> yeah. is my that's right identification. Yeah. Or you get like, yeah. like it's like a joker. It's like a wild card that lets you once a year skip to the front, skip to the front. But you only get like one use. Yeah. So once a card's used, it's like sorry, sorry, mate. You just gotta wait. That actually makes a lot of sense. That reminds me of like. In high school, uh, some classes they'd say like, "Oh, you can only go to the bathroom like three times a semester." I don't, I don't know oh if this is gosh. like only an American thing, but like they'd give you like a limited number, and and then like you can use them for emergencies, but then like that would try to disincentivize yeah like casual bathroom yeah uh, excursions yeah yeah. I know that's a problem here as well. Like mm-hmm. teachers cracking down in yeah. some places on students that are. Yeah. Using the bathroom too much, maybe. Yep. Maybe yeah. abusing the system. But whatever it is, cues need to be solved. Can I give you just like a few more uh, bits of stats yeah. just to really, you know, drive home how much of a problem this is? Um, oh, yeah, ap- sure. Apparently, so this company called Sendy, which is an online postal service, estimates that each Christmas, Australians, right, um, collectively spend. 1.4 million hours <laughs> waiting in line at the post office just to send a parcel. Just at the post office. Yeah. Every Christmas. Just the post office. Christmas gifts to Just family. Australia. Yeah, wow. Like, I mean, it's a big country, but it's still like, what, a tenth of the size of the US. Less, 1. Yeah. 1.4 million hours. That's assuming like 10 minutes per parcel and just average like parcel sent per household. 1.4 million hours every Christmas waiting, waiting, mm. doing nothing, just waiting. I I thought you were going to say 1.4 million in queues in general. And I was like, oh, that seems kind of low. But then you said just the post office. Mm. Yeah, just and just around Christmas time for that month. Just around Christmas time. It's crazy. And and look, there are some companies that have done things to circumvent this. So, for example, we know that theme parks, queuing is a huge issue in theme parks. Yeah. And so theme parks have worked around this problem by trying to provide, you know, fun things to do while you wait. Uh, Disneyland, Disney World is like pretty famous for that. They have I, sprinklers as well. Hot I have days. not been. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, this is what my research says in Disneyland. Uh, there's like this Monsters Inc. show where you can text your favorite jokes as you wait, <laughs> and if you're lucky, those jokes will appear in the show. Oh, now that's clever. That's cool. Yeah, in the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so that, like, so there's some like employee who's like reading over them as a judge. Mm. Yeah, but it's like a pre interactivity. It's very clever. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that is cool. It's not something that can be implemented everywhere though. Like if you were at the checkout at like the supermarket, like what are you gonna do? Text your joke to the person like text your favorite vegetable? They're gonna display the your favorite food item on the wall? I don't think so. That's right. It's definitely something that only fits in like a entertainment environment. In a grocery store, people just want to get their food and leave. That's exactly that's why they have like the fifteen items or less line. Yeah. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, express, mm. express lanes, express yeah. trains. That's right. Because it, it, it is nice um, to just be able to categorize in some way. If you really just need to, to go in and grab like two things, yep. then it does feel like, okay, this is now a sort of a, a different type of, you know, checkout that, that I need compared to someone who's just done their weekly shop. Let's get into solutions. Yeah. Uh, Tom, can I nominate you to start? Because... Uh, I just figured if we start with your solution, we can only go up from there. <laughs> exactly. We'll start with the worst one first, <laughs> as usual. Um, 
You've worked on this, right? Yeah. I've got high expectations. So Solve the problem, Tom. Look, I think at this point, 2023, mm-hmm. we have all in our lives waited enough, spoken to enough people, put on our customer service face or our customer face, you know. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I think we just have to get rid of human interaction as a whole. <laughs> I'm sick of people. Just full so, stop. You're just yeah, sick just of full people. stop. I, okay. Honestly, I can't remember. Can you guys remember the last time at the supermarket mm-hmm. you actually queued in the the staffed line because, and had because, someone scan your groceries yeah, for you? That's right. Because now where we are in Queensland, we're, we're getting more like self-service yeah. checkouts. Exactly. Where you can just like beep your own items and then yeah. go as quick as you want. Get out of there. It's it's like an so express. What, so what are you suggesting? Well, that everywhere? Yeah, I think that. Also, uh, tying back to last episode where I said I went to Japan recently, uh-huh, yep. I got to see a lot of new uh, innovative ways that they yep. um, sort of speed up the process of food, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Gusto restaurants where you order on an iPad, mm-hmm. the food comes out on a robot, you grab it off. It was like a maybe five, 10-minute turnaround max wow. for a number of meals and, and drinks hum- brought human out. Human interaction? To, no, we didn't need to talk to anyone, which was <laughs> it's the dream, refreshing. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the introvert's dream. <laughs> the, the introvert's dream. Um, I had Ichiran Ramen, where yeah. in the city you go, there's a vending machine. Yeah. I had this a few times. You get a, order what you want, get a ticket, put it into this dark abyss. You give them the ticket, they bring your food. And, but it's quick. So how does that fix queues? Is it because oh, because it's quicker? Yeah, we, right. You don't have to wait for someone to come out and and ask for your order. Yes. You don't have to send it back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's instant. Yep. There's booths. It's a small space. You know. Yep. Now this doesn't obviously completely eliminate queues. It it but it speeds up the process. And yes, we can see that obviously it's working for supermarkets. That's mm-hmm. why they have. I feel like all the supermarkets where we live now, the self checkout area is at least twice as big. Yep. If not some places, the new uh, supermarkets just have one lane mm-hmm. with a staff member, I feel. Wow. Uh, so, just self-service is... checkouts everywhere. Yeah. Where, where else do you think needs self-service checkouts? Um, another thing that really shocked me, culture mm-hmm. shock in Japan, was their gas stations, their petrol mm-hmm. stations, yes. were self-service. Mm. You know, here we... Uh, you fuel up your car, right? And oh, do you have to fuel your own? In Australia, yes, we do. Right. Yeah. We yeah. feel our own. We are, we, we are primitive. <laughs> We're in the Stone Ages, Kerry. Oh, is that someone else does it for you in America? Well, no, I know in Oregon, which I don't live in Oregon, but like in Oregon, it's like legally required that like the gas station uh-huh. cashier or something oh, is the one who they physically like grabs the nozzle yeah. Yeah, wow, and they wow. do it for you. And like, that's just as weird to me as it is for you yeah. because like I'm in California. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Interesting. But like, I guess if the thesis is like the fewer humans, the more efficient, yep. then Oregon is actually the loser here because they're adding an extra human. So your premise is that, uh, yeah, like, like, like Carrie pointed out, humans are actually a big source of the inefficiency that results in queues. If you're waiting for waiters to come out and, you know, do their thing. Yep. They're called waiters. Yeah. I mean, like built into their name is the expectation <laughs> to that wait. you are going to, to wait. wait. I mean, okay, fine. They're waiting on us, but really we're waiting on them. Have you noticed, by the way, that when you go to, like when I was at Harvey Norman the other day, every time I go and I don't, or JB Hi-Fi, every time I go and I don't want someone to like come up to me, someone comes up to me and say, hey, can I help you? Hey, can I help you? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm just browsing. But the times I actually want someone, 
No one's free. <laughs> like, there's no one there. It's no a one's ghost free. town. You have to, like, awkwardly, like, call someone down. Yeah, it's super awkward. It's just, like, absolute Murphy saw. And um, that's a type of cue, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for, yeah. for the staff cool. at the store, and it's like, what's going on? And if there was a way, it could be self-service. Man. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I should implement the self-service thing at home. Like, so I've got a couple of kids, <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of kids, you know, and sometimes there's a bit of a queue. Like, let's say, you know, my wife isn't at home, so it's just me. Yep. And there's a queue because both of them are coming to me asking, I don't know, what can I eat or whatever. Yeah. What if instead of dad, there was a self-service um, checkout? Oh, so where they could go into the kitchen and cook for themselves? <laughs> So instead of coming to me, wow. their natural parent for their sustenance <laughs> and what they need in life, they just go to this robot and yeah. they're like, hey, like, I've got a a virtual butler, <laughs> nanny slash nanny. I actually think it's decent and it sets a very good starting point for us to present even better solutions. Yeah. I, I've given you guys a comparative advantage. <laughs> That's It's right. all relative. So please Thank you, Tom. It. You're so kind. It's just... Yeah, setting the bar so low is such a kind <laughs> thing to do. Thank you. Look, I, I like human interaction. We just think, I think in some places. Yeah, no, you're right. We could we could fast yeah. track things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's a pretty general umbrella. Like, r- like removing humans is like hmm. not a specific thing you can implement, but it's like across all industries, there's some way you can just like you yeah. know, minimize. Hey, Tom, do you have a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, a few of them, actually. But what would you do if you didn't? Hmm, I'd probably go on to dailypuzzles.com.au, the sponsor of today's episode. Daily Puzzles has hundreds of cubes, from 3x3s to pyraminxes, even 10x10s. They have unique mind-bending puzzles like mirror blocks or the cylinder cube. Love a good cylinder cube. How does that even work? They also have cubing accessories like timers, mats, and much, much more. Daily Puzzles offers fast international shipping. For example, if you lived in the USA, shipping starts at just $5. They have dozens of puzzles discounted and friendly customer service. And Tom, if you wanted an extra 5% off these already insane prices, what would you do? You can go to the checkout and put in code SOLVEGUYS for an extra 5% off. It's pretty sweet. So once you've finished solving the world's problems with us, head over to dailypuzzles.com.au to buy some great speed cubes and become a solve guy too. Hey, maybe the solve guys were just the friends we made along the way. Okay, back to the show. It is time for solution number two, uh, and that is our esteemed guest, Kerry Huang. Would you like to present to the class what solution you have prepared today? Right, so my solution is... Um, I wanted to go with something like very quirky and mm-hmm. very specific. So in the 1950s in Manhattan, there was this issue where like in an office building, people were like clogging up the elevator lobby, trying to get up to like their office during like lunch break or something like that. Yeah. And the engineers heard all these complaints from the employees. They looked into the elevator lift to see if they could improve anything and they couldn't. So they just said, tough luck. Um, but then what someone realized is that if they just cover the entire lobby with mirrors from the floor to the ceiling, then even though the wait times to get back into the office were exactly the same, the number of complaints from the employees dropped almost zero. What? And I think the, the takeaway is that like people will spend the time that they're normally like getting frustrated waiting 
by just like checking themselves out and like making sure they, <laughs> they look good. Um, maybe like, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to just like watch yourself. Right. Um, people are vain. And like, th- th- <laughs> that's exactly right. We're replacing impatience with vanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which like, you know, maybe it's more fun to be a vain person than a impatient <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah. Um, this, I will say is not like a one size fits all solution. This mm-hmm. is more like a way to alleviate a problem. Yeah. So like if you have wait times that are like three hours, you know, sometimes that's like a single mirror is not going to fix someone who's been waiting for three hours, but it can make it slightly better. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Wow. Was, was this a one-off or something that was like replicated? Like has this actually been studied? Um, well actually, okay. So I know I said that there were like studies that back this up, but I think this, like, this is the only article I could find that described it, yep. but I will say that like, it's super often that I'll go to like an apartment building and the elevators are covered in mirrors, like either inside or outside. Yeah. I mean, my thinking was that that was always to give the illusion of space, like to sort of work against claustrophobia. Yeah. But that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's probably like the bigger... No, no, but I, I, I do think the factor of just being able to look at yourself or to, well, for me, don't want to give too much away, but it's a way that I get to look at other people without looking at them. If if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Not not because yeah, I want to look like, at them because you're a creep. Not because I'm a creep, <laughs> but because I I need a general awareness of my mm. surroundings. I, I need yep. to know who's standing behind me just in case. And so That's a mirror true. allows right. me to do that without. But Safety. but but isn't that accomplishing what Carrie just suggested, which is that it's making me kill time without realizing that mm. I am. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like you don't want to stare someone like directly in the face to to like see who it is, unless they're devilishly handsome like Tom is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. really yeah. interesting. That is actually that's actually interesting. Okay, so um, again, just, I just got to implement this in 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 my household. So I'm gonna have a self service kiosk, but the 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 hallway that leads to that kiosk in my house will be lined by mirrors. Yeah. And so that will just Every. completely optimize the the experience for my kids when they just like need some food. They're gonna feel like they have friends around <laughs> them because they see all these yeah. other kids yeah. walking with them in the hallway. Oh, and yeah, they, yeah, and they think that's other kids and not themselves. I was gonna say, um, I know Ming, you were also talking about like, oh, if you wanted to devise your own crazy version, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, the goal is pretty much to just entertain. Yeah. the waiter the person who's waiting yes so like maybe have the mirrors like a- as you walk down the hallway or whatever it is have the mirrors turn more and more into like those mirror house wacky <gasps> oh. wavy mirrors yeah that is so, so clever. like like at a theme park it starts or a, out yes. being like normal yes. but then the deeper you get into your waiting session yes the wackier it gets <laughs> yeah that is mm. that is so clever how about how about if you implemented this at like a supermarket because you know how at the checkout, that's where you put like, you know, candy and lollies mm. and sweets and all yeah. that stuff. What oh, if you yeah. put mirrors that made people look thinner than they were? So they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, thinner. Oh, I could, yeah. I could buy a bit more, eat a I bit could, more. I could totally take five chocolate bars. Mm, you give them the confidence. Oh, okay. Are they going to and, and <laughs> make them more willing to like splurge? Yeah. And then when they're going down the health aisle... <laughs> 
mirrors that make them look <laughs> make it, make that look, make wider. look wider. wider and they're like okay I, I probably need this I probably need this $50 <laughs> slimming protein powder that's right I think the sad thing is like if you were to implement it but like make it very slight I actually think you could get away with it oh because, you probably could like yeah, yeah well like I, I think people won't catch on if it's if it only makes them like two percent wider yeah. but like subconsciously they'll look they'll think am yeah. i really like that thin that's right you know and then you can just argue oh two percent was just within the acceptable limitations of the quality control of the mirror we, we didn't intend to do it it was yeah just, it was the manufacturer yeah yeah like the, the mirror was warped by the heat of the sun or something yep yeah. by by your good looks yeah <laughs> That, um, hey, there's a lot of psychology in play. I mean, yeah. lest you think I'm being like crazy with with this suggestion, there's a lot of psychology at, in a supermarket. Yeah, to make you want to, you know, spend as much time as you can there, spend the most money. Well, how much what, time a day do people spend in their bathroom mirror? Mm. You know, looking over themselves or getting ready, or well, you it's know. it's not very much for me because I'm confident in who I am. Right. Yeah, me either. I would never. True. I would never do that either. So. That doesn't, I don't know who we're talking about. So it doesn't yeah. explain the like twenty mirrors hanging up in your room, Tom. Um, have you ever done that thing where like you, you turn all the lights off and then you stare at yourself in the mirror and then like it's so dark that like your and then you brain s- you say Bloody Mary three times. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, that, that too. Vampire? That too. You can also do that. Carrie, are you okay, man? No, there's like a psychological effect where like if it's so dark, like the parts of your face will start to like wander and drift and like you'll look like a distorted version of yourself nope never done that that's just you this is you buddy i I only did it like once with like some friends in college and i don't think i would do it alone because i don't want to spook myself out wow yeah that seems scary Um, yeah but but yeah so mirrors can both can do a lot you know spook you out or make you more patient Mm. Well, love it. Okay, solution number one was a more self-serving, you know, self-service checkouts, a kiosk. Uh, solution number two was to implement mirrors. Mirrors, I like yeah. it. And we're just gonna have to wait and see what the best solution is. <laughs> solution right. number three coming from me. Last and probably least. <laughs> Ming, take it away. What is your solution to the... I've been talking a big game this entire episode, and I'm slightly regretting that now um, as I'm about to present it, that this could fall on its face. Pressure is on. You guys ready for this? This could actually solve the problem of queues worldwide for all eternity. I would like to propose an all-in-one universal queuing app. So hear me out. Already, there are, you know, digital ways to promote virtual queuing, as we've spoke about before. So um, last year, when I had to buy school shoes for my kids, it was like just before school starting. And so, you know, all the parents, families are out. But instead of having to join a queue, I just had to scan a QR code. And then I was placed into a virtual queue. I could continue shopping in the shopping center. And then when it was my time to, you know, when someone was ready to see me, they would send me a notification on my phone. That's yeah. So that's stuff that's already being done. It's not being done very frequently, but obviously my universal queuing app is going to have this. By the way, my app's called Q, like just the letter, just Q. The letter Q. Yeah, Just the letter Q. Yeah. Interesting. That's so hip and like trendy. It's so cool. So at, at very least, obviously it's going to have that, right? Uh, it's also even going to give you um, things like, it's going to give you like real-time 
Okay, there, there, there is buying involved. Like this is something that all the retailers are going to have to get on board with. Yeah. Yeah. But if I went shopping center, for example, took that app out, not only can I use this to queue at different stores, but it's also going to give me real time updates mm. on just what the queues are like at any store I might want to go Ooh. to. So instead of walking like 200 oh. meters to go to Target or whatever, I look at it right now and it, it shows, oh, you know, this is this yeah. how many people are at checkout, this how many people are at whatever. <laughs> And I can decide, all right, maybe I'll go somewhere else. Like a heat map sort of yeah. of, of what's busy right now. Right, right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I mean, you know what that reminds me of? It's sort of like how Google Maps yeah. will like mm. direct cars away from really high traffic roads to like spread out the I, weight. I didn't know they did This that. is like spreading. Wow. This is a new, new Google. Yeah, I, yeah, I think wow. they, they do do that. Yeah. Okay. Based on like, you know, yes. yeah, other cars that are like using Google Maps as well. Yeah. But like this would allow customers to know before they get to like, the grocery store mm-hmm. that like this one is already really clogged don't come here that's exactly mm. right and yeah and before you think that it's only just for shopping centers i was even thinking if there was enough buy-in this could even happen at a supermarket checkout so you know you there are some retailers with that are just huge again I'm probably thinking of the us of a where like walmart might have like 50 checkouts or whatever if i'm making this up don't even correct mm-hmm. me just let me live in my fantasy world <laughs> and so you open the app and it tells you aisle whatever or checkout 12 is the one to go to right now Ooh. because all the others just have too many people there. And so you don't have to like, you know, scan and just like, oh, you know, which one's going to be best. Yeah. It, it tells you. So that that's just the first thing this app does. That's just the first thing. And that is already a massive setup <laughs> to, to make that's possible. Just, but that's just the first thing. I like your, your big uh, goals there. The next thing it does is that it will let you chat directly with the, with the store. So the reason why you might do that is you might actually just need to ask a really quick question. Like maybe I actually just need to ask, do they have this shoe in this size? And if I just text that real quick, and if there's someone there who's just like, you know, scanning through messages, they might not respond to everyone because some might be, you know, silly questions. Yeah. But something like that, they might be able to like, oh, sorry, we don't have any of that in size or in store. And there you go. I can exit the queue because I don't even need to go. Because like a lot of times you have like a question about a product and you you know it'll only take like five seconds to get your answer, but you don't want to like cut in front of these people who've been waiting because it looks like you're just, mm. you know, yep. that's right, cutting in front of them. So this would be a good way to like get your answer in and out without like disturbing the public. All, all in that one app. Yeah. Now, now he, here's, here's the killer feature. This is the best feature of all. Are you trying to sell us to, is I, this Shark Tank today? We're not, I'm not buying into this. <laughs> That's exactly right. No, here's, here's the best one. I'm out. <laughs> no, For stay, those stay. reasons, I'm out. It gets better, it gets better. So we've been talking about just, you know, human inefficiency. And I think that's one, one of the saddest thing about, uh, I guess, the virtual queuing or the self-service checkout. Like there's just reducing human human interaction means just taking away such a big part of what it means to be human, just the social aspect of, of life. Yeah. But what if instead of, you know, if I'm losing that social sort of, you know, in-person face-to-face social interaction with the retailer, what if I can at least still interact with the other people in queue? So... This app lets you play multiplayer local games with whoever's around you. Wow. Because they have the same app as well. It's this one app called Q. And so you can just search and within like 10 meters, it's like, hey, these are the people around you. And then you can just challenge them to like, oh, hey, let's play a real quick game of like a word game. 
let's play I Spy. Right. We're in the same location, right? And so like, hey, I Spy this, whatever, whatever. And then like five people around you, everyone can like try and guess like which one it is. You yeah. know, you are, you get to interact with the people around you. You get to make the waiting experience fun or for with my app Q, which I'm offering today for the low price of $99.99. What do you think? Look sharp. No, that's a lot for an app. I will give you 10% of the company. 10%? That is a big, big app. It, it is a big app. And like I said, there, there's a lot of buying involved. Uh, it, it means everyone has to be on board with it. Yeah. Because yeah, it, has, it, yeah. it needs to have the networking effect. That's right. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what it's called. Now, I hope that there will be no pay to win or any oh. in-app purchases there, because <laughs> there probably will be ads <laughs> that you'll have that you'll have to pay to to get rid of. I mean, it's, it is it an app sounds after all. Annoying. You see, yeah. you see Karen on the app who's like the has VIP we gold. Love, we love Karen's by the way. No, nothing specific about Karen's, and but she yeah. just skips to the front. Yeah, if Bill Gates like use this app, he just like skip everything because like <laughs> that's right. You know, a, a five dollar fee is like nothing to him. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I just think that with this app that not only tells me in advance, you know, where I should go, that lets me just sort of skip the queue by being able to talk to staff members without appearing like I've skipped the queue and allow me to play. This would actually make my queuing experience, my waiting experience fun. Yeah, I th- I really like the game idea yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the game idea reminds me of something that I've been seeing a lot in Ubers lately, which is mm-hmm. where the Uber driver will have like an iPad kind of draped over the the seat in front and then oh. it will ask you like trivia questions <gasps> while you're on your ride. Interesting. Whoa, that's and, cool. Like, I have not seen that I yet. find that I think it's called like Octo Octopus Quiz or, or something with the word octopus in it. Yeah. yeah. Um but basically like I find myself getting really into it and then when the driver says, okay, we're at your destination and I'm like halfway like, through a game. Really? <laughs> I almost like want I, I almost want the ride to go on for like another minute or two. <laughs> that's right. That's clever. That Wait, that's something so that, clever. Yeah. Like your app might also ha- have that issue where people get really into their multiplayer games. That's true. And then and when then it's their like turn. It's time for- oh, but but hey, what if we built into the app was also the option to then like say, oh no, you you, you know, I'll, I'll wait a bit longer. You go. <laughs> like I'm I'm about to win this match. Yeah. Go ahead. And so even if the, oh, it yeah. notifies you and says you're next, you're next, like they'll already see you now. You can press snooze, snooze yeah. or something. And then the next person snooze. gets notified. Interesting. I... I think I'm. I think I'm onto something. I, I just just want to say that. Yeah. Uh, I I I even have the tagline. Oh, right, what's the tagline? Uh, it's it's don't thank me, thank Q. <laughs> like thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> Not called the soft guys for nothing. It almost reminds me of like game warm ups, like. If you if you played like uh, first person shooters or something where you like you queue for a match you get the match but pre match you have like this warm up that keeps yeah, people right. keeps people interested they're not waiting too long for everyone to join and get ready there are yeah. so many types of queues actually come yeah think about it yeah mm. yeah so like I guess it's taking elements that like a bunch of elements that have already existed in other contexts and just puts them under an app specific for queuing yep. yeah. Oh, there, there, there goes that audience again. Well, yeah, they're going wild. They're so quiet for like half an hour. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I reckon I'll implement all three into this um, thing I'm devising for my kids at home. So they're gonna have that hallway lined with mirrors with the self-service checkout at the end. But 
they'll also on their phones have the Q app. So they can play with each other. So they can play games with, with each other. <laughs> they have to click Q. It's like, talk to dad. Spend quality time with father. 59-minute ETA. <laughs> They're like... And then I get a notification on my phone. Like, kid one wants to spend quality time with you. Snooze. And I'm like, snooze. Cancel. Snooze. snooze. <laughs> get in the mirror room. reduced to, like, numbers, like, IDs. Like, <laughs> yeah. they don't have a name. It's kid number three yeah. or zero, whatever. 001. <laughs> zero, zero, 002. It's yeah. like, you only have two oh. kids, dad. It's like, shut up, zero, zero, 001. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. It has the capacity for up to 999 kids. So... <laughs> yeah. Better get cracking. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a really wow. creative app. I like it. I I, I don't want to overstate it, but I think between the three of us, we have solved the problem. Yeah. And I can see this app like actually existing mm. very soon. Like, especially considering you've said that there's already similar things going on yep. in department stores already. So, mm. yeah, I think you're onto something. Yeah. Well, I, I think what you're going to need to really get it to get off the ground is like integration. So like Walmart has its own app. Yeah. And like I bet what other stores like uh, not Toys R Us because they're they're dead. But what's <laughs> yeah. another grocery store? Like Safeway has its own app. And yeah. It's like you want Safeway and Q to like fuse. Yeah. You know, and, like, like, and be able to speak to each other. And that, my friends, is why this app is never going to work. <laughs> that right there. Oh, is why it's never going to take off. Just making all these rival companies talk to each other. Nope. But it has worked with Uber Eats and those sort of things, right? Mm. Where they can take data from every true. store and kind of fuse it into one <gasps> third party app. That's Yeah, that is true. Q retrieves data from these other apps. Uber Qs. <laughs> Maybe that's a good idea to sell to Uber. Uber Qs. They might pick that up for us. Well, speaking of like Uber Eats, I've been surprised like how many like food delivery apps are because like mm. in some industries like there's a big monopoly like in search you only got google and a little bit of bing mm. but like yeah. for food delivery there's like uber eats postmates yeah there's a lot grubhub doordash there's like menu log doordash yeah, yeah it, like i was just surprised that like there isn't just one big winner mm-hmm. and, but i guess like you know I, maybe like in the in the queuing space like that means like it won't just be Q. There'll also be like R and S and T. <laughs> UV. Yeah. That was a really bad joke. That was really bad. <laughs> I even think about that. That that right there is, hey, do you think that maybe Q should be bought by Alphabet? Oh, oh Alphabet. Oh. <laughs> it is. I thought you were just like looking for like a big company to fund you. No. I think I might be onto something. And they that's 26 potential company like mini you know, <laughs> subsidiaries that they have right there. All under the one alphabet. A lot of them will overlap with programming languages. <laughs> yeah, true. Completely irrelevant. Boy, I tell you, that was a banger of an episode. Yeah. It was uh, huge. We solved it. I think we solved it. Two for two. We are. Possibly. Yeah. I don't want to be too confident. No, no. But it's, what are you guys going to continue? Yeah. Uh, well, what, what did you guys solve last time? Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper, yeah. Yep. Toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Well, Just toilet paper waste. I, I <laughs> Toilet paper waste. I still have toilet paper waste in my own home right now to this day, so I don't think you guys have solved it yet. Well, um, maybe it's, it's taking a while for your solution to get to America. All right. It's too much information, Kara. I don't want, <laughs> want to know about your toilet <laughs> usage. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah. But- <laughs> we, we all use toilets. Don't want to hide from the fact.
Exactly. A uh, huge thank you to Carrie. Thank you so much for coming on on our podcast and being our very first guest. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Like, I'm a big fan of both of your channels. Oh. So it's like I, I've I've heard your voices and faces for so long and now I get to interact with them. It's, it's, it's so bragging cool. rights for you. First guest ever. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my it. God. He was the first soul. Bragging race for Carrie. No one can take that from you. It will always be yours. I'll change my Twitter bio to first guest star. <laughs> change of Twitter handle. The solve guy. That is that solve that's guy. The carry. handle. Solve guy carry. Solve guy carry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So every time I reply to like anyone, they'll know. Oh, this is the solve guy star. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we can look into getting a portrait of Carrie on the wall here, <gasps> and it just says like guest of the month, guest of the show. <laughs> guest of oh, the show. Oh my god. Let's just put a little oh picture God, of everyone who's been a guest just on, on, on the curtain that's like that would be cool, behind yeah. us now. Yeah. If you guys have uh, problems of your own, whether they're big or small, that you would like us to address in upcoming episodes, um, please leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube uh, or email us at solveguys at tingman.com.au. I'm not sure why we went with the Tingman domain. It was just available. Yeah, this guy, like, he's selling it for pretty cheap. It's like, yeah. no one was really interested in uh, using his is. domain. So, yeah. A huge thank you again to Kerry for joining us today. And I hope um, that, yeah, we solved your problems of cues. But otherwise, with that, we're the solved guys and problem, problem solved. solved. You'll never have to spend another minute in a queue.